Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? It's your boys. This is the So I Was Thinking podcast. My <laughs> name is Felipe, joined by my co host, Mike. Just kidding, it's Rowan. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> uh, Rowan is still waiting for his rap career to take off as a mumble rapper so that he can make noises all day. You should have heard me. I was beatboxing before we started recording. Dude, that stuff was mad. Yeah, lit. it was terrible. So uh, it's a good thing he has a day job, and he should not quit that. Bro, I... Yeah, no. Yeah, when people <laughs> say follow your dreams, they're not talking to you. Don't... Hey, chill <laughs> I'm kidding. That. I'm kidding. That's crazy. That's I'm kidding. Crazy. You could be a good beatboxer, just not one yet. All right, I'll give you a beat. Give me three words. Actually, that's too many. Give me one <laughs> Give me one word and a beat. Wait, what? Give me a word. Blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and was that supposed to beatbox for you? No. I'm just thinking where I'm going to go with this. Yo, my name is Rowan, and I'm here to stay because I keep it Rowan. In the blue lake. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> killed it. Yeah. Yeah. I killed think that it. you killed your rap career there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Blue. Speaking of, oh, boy, have you worked on any more impressions recently? I s- oh, boy, was your um, Mickey impression, and we... Was it? Yeah. Did I do my Obama last time? Yeah, you said you you'd gotten better at it, and you were gonna try to go a little Did bit I? longer. Yeah, because you had like, you could just do my fellow Americans, my fellow Americans. Yeah, this is your president, um, Barack Obama. What it? I I was doing it good in the car the other day going to Florida. Yeah, because sometimes see with me and impressions, I just gotta send it. You know, like a lot of the times, it's just spur of the moment, like. One-time deal. Like, I can do a killer Italian mobster impression when I'm really trying to make Felipe mad. Like, it's scary how good it is. <laughs> Try to make me mad. <laughs> Go no, on. No, I don't, I don't want to do it on air. But, like, it's so spur of the moment, you know? And, like, but if you're, like, doing Italian accent, I'm like, oh, mamma mia, you know? Like it's just not. No, good. it's just what? No, do your do your Italian mobster accent. Not not. I just said I can't do it on. You command. can because you do it all the time. You just you talking. Yeah, to me? but that's you talking to me. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> all right. You really gonna play with me? Yeah. See, I can't do it. But that's how it sounds talking every to me, time eh? you do it. You come into my home, huh? You talk to me like that? <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. Dog. That's all right. I promise you, I can do it when the time. I can do impressions. Itself. Okay. Give me one. Usain Bolt. I don't know that I've actually, honestly, <laughs> ever heard Usain Bolt talk. So that's a, that's a bad one. Okay, impression, impression, mime. <laughs> See, that was a terrible impression. <laughs> I just don't know what you want me to do with a mime. Ask me. To do a mime? Yeah. 
No, because this is an audio. Just do it. This is a, do it. Do a mime. You're so annoying. <laughs> Obviously, that's the thing that you do to be a mime. <laughs> that was a good joke. That was a great podcast joke. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> great mime impression. Was it? Uh, okay. Anyway, I'm looking for a new co-host. Uh, just kidding. I would never. Yeah, you can never find somebody that does impressions like me, raps like me, freestyles like me, plays better than me. Plays what? Basketball. Oh, okay. Right. 1v1 me. I'm not having this conversation. <laughs> I'm not having this conversation. Not on air. Not on air. Not live. I lied. Bro, so. I will admit... No, I'm having this conversation. I have no problem admitting that you have beaten me at a game of one-on-one. I have been beaten many times by many people at games of one-on-one. Yeah, but you lost to me. That's embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I beat him by just draining threes on him. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. As long as you keep it honest, I have no problem being honest. Yeah. I drained a bunch of threes and Felipe couldn't keep up. So I beat him. Tell him the, tell him tell him what happened. Tell him how you beat me. I just did. We had a random crack on the line. It was at like half court. Okay. And we for Rowan's sake We're playing we're playing twos and threes and um no, we're playing ones and twos to five. Okay. I remember it being, um, I was like, is this crack three points? And I had two. I had two previously from another an, another three-point shot. I could have sworn we were going to more points because I feel like I had a few threes. Anyway, shot it from the crack, crack which was like half court. Swish. And you won. And I won. Felipe couldn't believe it. And he's been coping ever since. Bro, like I said, you won. It's okay. I don't know how I'm coping. It's okay. He still insists that he's how? better than me. But how many times have I beaten you? <laughs> None. Okay. So if I can be honest and you can't be, then there's a problem. <laughs> All right. Today, we're doing something just a little bit different. Like we do all the time. I'm kidding. We're actually doing the exact same thing we did yet. Uh, not nope, yesterday. never done this before. Um, and we're just going to have a conversation. Because I think, um, and I said this last episode about a different episode, but we, we enjoy your feedback and we actually encourage it. Because honestly, uh, full transparency, we don't get a lot of feedback. So even if you hit us up on Instagram at so I was thinking, or just comment on a post, yeah, I'll yeah like, or on our website, I'll like this episode, so I was thinking podcast .com. or we know a lot of you personally. So if you see us walking around, be like, hey, I hate it when you guys do the more conversational bits. I want you to see. I want to see you guys um, commentate on like other people's videos. I really I enjoyed that format. Or I want you guys to go back to 
going into specific verses or I want or you to topicals. do topics or hey, why don't you do a cooking podcast once? You know, we could do that too. We yeah. could mix things up a bit. See what I did there? Cook and mix it up a bit. Yeah, fair warning. I don't season my food. Um, and I don't like spicy food. So, like popcorn. Fair warning. I make fries. up for him not seasoning his food. So, yeah. Best of both worlds. Peppers. It's like Hannah Montana. Anyway, bottom line, we enjoy your feedback. Personally, both me and Felipe really liked uh, the last episode. Where it's very conversational, very loose, but we thought we kept it faithful. Also, if we say something that you're like, that's not biblical at all. Um, Let us know. Hit us up, yeah. Um, but I thought last episode kept it good, kept it rich. We had a lot to say, um, and we want to keep it going this episode, but we're going to have a different like kind of starting premise or starting talk. Yeah. How were you hoping that I would introduce or you're well, about to I do thought that. naturally that you would just pick up on social cue, but you didn't. So I, I guess I can say it. Yeah. Sorry. I don't mean to be coming after you this episode. No, it's fine. <laughs> it just is what it is. This um, is a, it's a great episode to come after me because we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about and I'm going to have to talk about how I deal with it. Talk so. about coworkers. I'm just kidding. Uh, we might but um talking about how we deal with struggles because mm. obviously i cry i'll tell you that much tmi but i think um as christians we're not immune to struggles right just because we have jesus doesn't mean we go through some tough stuff um and i feel like I don't I don't want to say necessarily that it doesn't get talked about because I feel like it does get talked about. But I just think, I don't know, maybe I think it's healthy to just talk about struggles and talk about how you how you deal with them on a day to day or even a little bit longer, you know? Yeah, because we're not perfect and we don't ever want to give off the impression that we're perfect. Um, and I think what we do on our podcast is helpful. Um to talk about, you know, like the Bible and what it says and all that stuff. But I also think it's it's helpful to hear other people just be open and honest about where they're at in their lives um, and things that they currently struggle with or have struggled with or whatever to give you perspective that, hey, you're not, you know, we're not perfect. We're not sitting behind some microphones here and we've got it all figured out. I mean, there's some things that we figured out and that's why we're sharing it. Uh, there's some things that we're working out and we're sharing it to be honest and transparent. And there are things that like, you know, like we still struggle with we, or whatever the case might be. And so, um, I think transparency and honesty and authenticity are words that get thrown around a lot. Um, you know, like in, in Christian culture where it's like, man, I just want, I just want something that's so authentic. You know what I mean? I need something authentic. And, uh, oh, I'm going to say this. I was trying to go down. You have your water right there, but yeah, but I have to unscrew it and it's actually kind of loud and I guess I have better water in mind, but <laughs> I'm not complaining that you drink from my water. It's I just, just thought it it's was just funny. more ac accessible. Yeah, well, that's fine. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So authenticity and stuff like that are words that get thrown around in Christian culture. Um, and I think a lot of times 
um, we mean it, but we don't mean it, right? Like we want somebody to be who they really are and we want somebody to feel comfortable around us and we want to be able to feel comfortable around other people and talk about real things, but we don't do that. Um, but we all deal with struggle. Like we, we either, you know, like, and I'm not talking about like just necessarily sin, um, or just necessarily whatever, but like we all face things that sometimes are, are rough in our heart and, and what, how do we deal with them or, you know, how have we dealt with them? And I think we're going to talk about it. I, I will say this. I want to start off the episode with the situation, um, that I really, really appreciate and I appreciate it more the more I think about it. So Ron and I were on a trip recently and over the course of the trip I got mad about something. Mm. And and we were sitting there having lunch and I had just, you know, like when I I I think I growing up when I got mad it was easy for me to just say everything. Uh whether or not it was helpful, whether or not it was hurtful, whether or not it was right, I, I would spew a lot and just like get my words out, blah, blah, blah. And I think as I've gotten older in trying to, you know, walk that out better, I think I, I tend to like shut down and process and try to think through things so that I don't say something that I don't mean so that I don't end up causing more hurt to the situation. Um, and so we were having lunch and I think Rowan noticed that I was in one of those moods where I'm quiet and I'm processing and I'm whatever. And, uh, instead of letting me go on, he asked if I was all right and asked if I was frustrated and given the circumstances, he knew that I was frustrated and he just wanted to talk about it. Um, and and I think it's, I think that was one of, that was a huge thing for me on, on that trip was that you brought it up and that you knew that I was frustrated because I, that's something that I struggle with. Mm -hmm. Like I struggle with anger. Shocking. Uh, watch some of our podcasts or listen to some of our podcasts where I get like two episodes ago. Yeah. The TikTok one. Uh, cause I get angry. Uh, but I do like I get angry sometimes way too easily, sometimes whatever, sometimes rightfully so, sometimes unrightfully so, whatever the case might be. Anger is something that I struggle with um, still. And Rowan didn't let me sit in it. Mm -hmm. He called it out and brought it out into the open so that it could be dealt with um, on this trip. And it was good because it like directly affected him and directly affected us. It affected our relationship. It affected the vibe of the trip and whatever the case might be. Um, but you know, like I, I was trying to deal with it one way and sorry, I got the hiccups right now and I swear I didn't drink Coke. We haven't had Coke since season two, one, one, two, Three. one of those. Uh, and we haven't, you know, we haven't have had the sodas, but it's, I don't know where all these burps are coming from. I mean, I mean, I'm cutting sugar in like a week, so. Coke Zero Sugar. That's, that's nasty. Anyway. That's, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I was trying to deal with my struggle with my anger one way. Um, you know, like, just by processing and shutting down and being a bit of a killjoy as I sat there and, and tried to work things out. Uh, but 
having somebody see me where I'm at and call me out and hold me accountable and ask and then confront, you know, like that helped with my struggle more than trying to do it on my own. Yeah. And I think when it comes to struggles, I think, um, a lot of the time people are just selfish. Um, and I think they'd rather just act like nothing's there than address the problem. Cause in that specific situation, you were mad at something that I had done and I kind of knew that. And so by bringing it up, I, in full honesty, I didn't want to because I was like, like, I know like I'm basically going to get yelled at. Flip is going to say, like, you were a bad friend in this aspect. I don't want to hear that. I'd rather just have fun in Florida because uh, we had another friend there and, was, and I was having fun with them. So, I was, like, I could have very well just been like, you know what? I'm not going to let ruin or I'm not going to let Felipe ruin my vacation. I'll just spend time with my other friend and like let Felipe deal with his own thing. And I, but I think what we miss from that is all, I think that's so selfish. And as Christians, I think we need to be constantly humbled. And when talking about dealing with struggles, one thing I really want to bring up is just having a good friend group. And, it's so hard to find a good friend group. And I'm realizing this, the more I grow up because no matter how many times this happens to me, bringing up conflict, having conflict, or just like being frustrated with somebody about anything is so difficult. Cause there's no, at least for me, there's no formula, right? There's no, like you say this, you say this exact thing, then you do this and then boom, it's restored. Right. Like in that situation, Felipe was frustrated with something I had done, but I had felt justified in what I had done, right? And when I brought it up, I, I took full responsibility for the wrong that I had committed, but I also lovingly just tried to have Felipe see it from my perspective and what my intentions were because I never intended to hurt him or make him mad. But I think... It's, it's something you have to learn, and I think it's something you have to... It's like a new experience every single time, and I think it that can just get tiring for people, and I feel like that's when they're just like, you know what? I'd rather just not be friends with them anymore because, like, flaky friends I see all the time. Like, there's no, like, tight friendships anymore where people are willing to be like, I'm thoroughly pissed at this person, but I'm still going to put time and effort into this relationship because... I value who they are. Um, and I it, it goes both ways because, you know, like Felipe, Felipe will bring stuff like he's like, you know, like you've, you've been, for example, I think um, Felipe's yelled at me about this a few times where it's just like you've been really angry at your family specifically. Like I've seen it's changed the way you've acted and you're treating them poorly and just calling me out. I don't want to be called out by something like that. And I could... I could very easily have friends who I can rely on just being like, oh, yeah, Rowan, you want to come to Culver's with us and hang out then? And we both, we all go home and have a nice day. And But at the end of the day, that's not happiness. That's not like a happiness rooted in relationship. That's just a distraction from your normal life. That's just a little deviation that you can go 
hang out with some friends and then come back and then you're back in real life rather than somebody who's right by your side doing life with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think when it comes to struggles, uh, stuff like that is, is so important because, and I mean like those are just personal struggles, right? Like being angry, having somebody call you out, but real struggles are also like, what do you do when you're, when someone dies? Mm, yeah. Like, what do you, how do you, how do you walk out, you know, like being okay when you lose somebody that you care about, when you get bad news, when, and maybe it's not that drastic. I mean, like just kind of going off of what you're saying, where it's like, these are struggles that you can't control. Like, it's not, I've done something wrong and not like, struggling in a relationship right these are struggles where it's just like it feels like life kicks you in the gut for no reason yeah um and i've thought about this too with like mental health problems like anxiety or depression where it's just like sometimes just being and i've heard like unironically i've heard this said like if you're just depressed just be happy because jesus and it's just like that doesn't help because for some people there's a medical like imbalance of chemicals in your brain that's making you this way yeah and so it's like how do you how do you cope with that and like how as christians are we supposed to because jesus is our rest right like we find our rest in jesus christ so how do we find our rest when it seems like he's not answering because it feels like that sometimes and it feels like god like what are you doing like where did you go like depressed i'm anxious family member died, whatever it is. It's like, I can't control these things. I thought I was being faithful. Like, where did you go? Why are you letting this happen? Yeah. Yeah. One thing for me and a few, a few, uh, I don't mean to laugh cause this isn't funny. I just think the situation is funny how I ended up here, but a few years ago too, uh, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety uh, and it had to do with, uh, how do I get, how do I get to where I, I want to get without making it weird? I'm making it weird by doing this, but, uh, I, I was thinking about life and what life would look like in, in a different season had I pursued a relationship and it caused me anxiety to the point where like, it was something I had never felt before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then even after, I think, actually, I think I've dealt with anxiety a lot in the past two years where it's just like, oh, I remember, oh, sorry, there's just a lot happening in my brain right now because I'm trying to think of like a specific example and I have a really good one. I remember I got into a completely different relationship. Like this is a, this is a friendship now and stuff was just wrong and there was no resolution. And it made me, it made me anxious to the point where like I felt physically sick at work to the point where I had to go home. Like I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't breathe at work. And I I walked into my boss's office and I was like, listen, right now I'm having an anxiety attack. I can't function everything feels really big right now. I'm going to go home and sleep. And I did just that. 
And yeah. in that moment, it was what I needed was just sleep. But then what I also needed was to spend time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because after I woke up, I had a lot to, I had a lot to pray about. I had a lot to cast my cares on him about. And then because it was a friendship that was causing it, I had a lot to try to restore this relationship. Yeah. Um, and that's a struggle. That's hard. Um, because it's not easy. Yeah, obviously that's what hard means. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry. You know, like going up to somebody and admitting fault, asking for forgiveness, trying to fix things. And all at the same time, feeling the weight of anxiety is hard. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I could only do it with Jesus. And here's the thing. I don't want to qualify that by, or I don't want to say that and just make it seem like, Jesus is this magic pill because Rowan's right. There are chemical imbalances. There are this, there is that. But when I, there, there are studies out there that if you, for example, if you read the Bible once a week, no difference in your life. If you read the Bible twice a week, no, almost no difference in your life. If you read the Bible three times a week, almost no difference in your life. But they've done studies that show that people that read the Bible four or more times a week genuinely have better lives. And I think there's something to that. What do you mean by better lives? They're happier. They're healthier. Um, like they report a better, they, they report feeling a better quality of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and what I mean by that is, and what I'm trying to get to is having the word of God to stand on in moments where things feel really big and, and you're struggling with something. Maybe you're struggling with death. Maybe you're struggling with a relationship. Maybe you're struggling with a friendship. Maybe you're struggling with sin. Maybe you're struggling with temptation. But having the word of God to stand on that's unchanging, that's unmoving, that is a reliable source, that is a solid foundation that gives you some solid footing. Yeah. So in the middle of an anxiety attack where I feel like everything is super overwhelming, if I can remind myself of what scripture says, that God is good, that I can trust him, that he is faithful, that he is good, that he is kind, that he is merciful, that he is gracious, that he is immutable, that he is omnipotent, that he is omniscient that he is working all things together for his good and his purposes that he is holy that he is loving that he is all of these things that gives me something to rest on yeah yeah um that's good i also want to say as like a um caveat is that i don't think this is what felipe is trying to say where it's like if you're depressed or anxious just read the Bible four ten four times a week. You'll feel great. Like your life will be amazing every day after that, right? Yeah. Cause sometimes you're going you're going through it and you pick up your Bible, you start reading, you know, like the next day. You could even read your Bible like that for a few weeks and like you don't 
it feels like you don't see God working. But I think with some things, and I, I wish I could speak more in this, but I I just don't think I've lived life enough to have um, very good insight. But I'll give you what insight I have where it's just like there are some things that it just takes time. And so you won't see God's work until even just a few years afterwards. And it, it feels long and slow and just you're tired at the end of it, but you look back and you see all of the great things that God has done for you. And like, that's what you work towards. Um, but it, it, it sucks, which is why like things like having good friends to help you through that. Like that's a gift that God gives us is fellowship with other Christians. Um, prayer we have like a direct connection to God where like we can talk to him we can like talk things out right because the Bible also isn't like a program right it's not a like five five week program to get you to not be anxious or to get over the death of a loved one right it's a it's a lifestyle and when you go through that lifestyle, that's when you start seeing, like, regeneration and, like, God starts healing the broken parts in your life. And that doesn't always mean, like, if you're struggling with money, that doesn't mean that God's going to make you rich, right? But God can bless you in other ways that you didn't even think were possible or where you didn't even think, like, I didn't know I needed to be blessed in this area, but now that I am, like, I'm so grateful. Uh, for God's goodness, you know. Um, going back to something that you said, uh, because you said this, trying to quantify where you're at, and I, I think you sell yourself short sometimes. But for the sake of conversation, uh what is something that's been a struggle? Um, maybe it's anger, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, but what is something that has been a struggle recent or not that is? Um, I mean, so. That's something that you've walked through. When, yeah, so when I talk about, like, I don't think I've lived through life enough to give, like, really good insight, um, I'm not trying to sell myself short so much, but more just um, I'm trying to stay humble because it's like uh, I I try not to say that like I've been anxious because just because I've been like anxious for a week or two or like a month doesn't mean I've struggled with anxiety. Just because I've been sad for a period of time doesn't mean I've been depressed. Uh, I think people are too quick to put, I'm not saying these things don't exist, but I think people are really quick to put the label, I struggle with anxiety. Um, and when they, as soon as they label it, they live in that. And that becomes their identity, is the label that they've put on their life. And so then they do become anxious and stuff, and they actually struggle with that. Um, and so that's... And I've I've never really dealt with like the death of a loved one, so I, I don't I don't want to give you advice that I haven't like lived through, uh, lived out myself. Um, 
But I guess um, a struggle that I've gone through and without getting super personal is um, I had a really bad, like, anger problem when I was a kid. And it was, like, really bad. And I had it all throughout, or mostly all throughout middle school. I think I got rid of it, like, in seventh grade is when I really started making a difference. Um, And ironically, that was actually... Actually, no, I guess, what was 2019? It's probably summer 2019 where I kind of nipped it in the butt where it's just like, and I think that was the time where I was really, I guess I was going into my eighth grade year, but that was the time where I think God was like, I was warming up to the idea of Christianity, right? I was it was it started becoming more and more real and then that fall i think uh is when i came to saving faith but i had a i had a really bad anger problem and i would like throw things and say things and all sorts of stuff and it wasn't until like i started really trusting in jesus and like okay so i believe in jesus now what change is going to come to my life so then I started like, you know what, I'm going to grow up and I'm not going to tease my sister so much. And that caused my parents to see me as more mature. So I got yelled at less. And so I had less to be angry about. And then like I had joy in Jesus. And through that, like I wasn't so angry. Um, I do think I, I still kind of struggle with anger, but in a very different way, whereas um before I was very outward about it and I guess I could say I had more of a rage problem than an anger problem um because I was very loud but now I think a lot of the times I think it's it's probably similar to what you were talking about before where where when you were frustrated you just kind of kept quiet I think it's a similar thing where when I'm angry about something or frustrated about something, I just pretend that it's not there. And a lot of the times that just builds up and I, I kind of become a, an angry, resentful person. And so um, how do you, how do you walk through that? That's what I was going to say next. I know, but I feel like I've been quiet for a while. (laughs) So I need to Um, remind people I'm still here. Well, when I catch it, uh, I think a lot of the times it's actually Felipe that brings it up or I notice that like I'm getting yelled at more and more or something like that. But like sitting down n- with no distractions, like a lot of the times I have headphones in, but in the, in this scenario, like no headphones in, I'm just sitting down and I'm, I pray about it and I just I ask God like for forgiveness for the people I've hurt while I'm angry and just like I kind of use God as almost my therapist just spill everything I'm angry about and like ask him for like I don't know just just kind of deal with my anger and just like get it all out and then usually I'll go downstairs and apologize to my parents and to my family and the, the people that I've been angry to um, cause I think that's also important. Um, which actually I think is a pretty good segue to probably the last thing I want to bring up is just dealing with personal sin, 
for temptation. And I think this is going to be quick because we have a whole episode about it, but just repentance, Mm. repenting to God. Because, like, we just learned about this in church, but anger is a big deal. Like, when you're angry at somebody, that's that's murder in the eyes of the Lord. And so, like, to repent from that, and we got in the repentance episode, um, I highly recommend it because we go through the whole process of repentance, but repenting to God, but also asking for forgiveness from the people that you've hurt because of your sin, right? Like when I'm angry and I say things that I don't mean to my mom, like afterwards, I'm, I try to make a point to apologize to my mom because that's the right thing to do. And I think having that restoration is important, but Again, it's hard, so not a lot of people want to do it. Yeah. Sorry, I talked for a really long time, and I didn't really like you saying anything. No, that's fine. I mean, I asked a question. Um, and I think it's important, if anything, that we understand struggles. I think, it's a, I think as a Christian, it's a good sign that we struggle. Because it's easy to lay down and just let sin and let pride and let anger and let whatever take over and just win. Right? Um, But the struggle is the beautiful part. If we're fighting for sanctification, if we're fighting to be more like Jesus, if we're fighting against these things. Um, I'm trying to figure out something that I struggle with or I'm, I'm sorry. trying to ask you to ask me a question. I think my my water bottle came up in your microphone. That's how loud it is. Cuz I could hear it. Oh, it's crazy. But yeah, uh maybe maybe you don't even have to like outline a struggle per se, but just how do you deal with sin or temptation or something like that where it's just like it's maybe it doesn't because we've talked about like when I when friends wrong each other, how like how to restore that struggle. We've talked about um, how how to like deal with struggles that you can't control. Right. Um, but then there's like the personal struggles where it's just like, you know, I'm I'm living in this sin. So how do I. Like, how do I escape the struggle of, like, the sin? Like, I keep on doing this thing that I know that's know that's wrong, but I w- and I want to move away, but I just can't. Is that my question? I mean, that yeah. was just a premise that you can riff think, off of. Yeah. Um, I think... I think... Do you think... Well, I'm gathering a lot of thoughts right now. Um, Putting things out in the open Mm. is important. And it takes a lot of humility to put things out in the open. Yeah. Um, Because there's a, like, so with any sin, sin is wrong. And it causes hurt. 
right? Like, so it'll either hurt your relationship with God. It'll actually cause spiritual death. It hurts your relationship with other people. It hurts your relationship. It hurts a lot of things. Sin causes pain, death, destruction, all that stuff. Um, so whether your sin is sexual or not, or whatever the case might be, you need to get it out in the open. But sin is sneaky because you will either try to justify sin, you will either try to hide sin, or you will keep it in the dark because of the shame that comes from it. Mm. Um, and you can let shame win, or you can take control over it. Um, so accountability is one of the best things. Um, and I think being open and, you know, like actually putting up a fight, I, it's hard. Do we want to go into some of this stuff? Should we? I mean, we're 40 minutes in. Okay. Are you saying as in we should just keep going at this point or we should I'm saying wrap it, up soon? Well, I mean, these conversational this episodes is, have gotten long anyway. People, people tend to want like the longer episodes. Okay, but so I'll I'll make it quick. So like, how do we? How do I deal with, or how do I deal with sin and temptation? I think you need a game plan, um, and I'll I'll give a I'll give just a personal example. For me, it's really easy to be tempted or to fall into sin when I'm alone and when I'm bored, um, and so. Like, if I if I know the situation is coming, if I'm sad, if I'm whatever, like, I know that there are certain things that are triggers that cause me to seek out certain things. And so what I do is I fight those triggers. Um, at the same time, I'm pretty open and accountable. Like, you know, anybody can go on my computer at any time. Anybody can go on my phone at any time, except for this week, because uh, it's... It's leading up to Rowan's birthday, and he cannot look at my email or my text because they also send notifications there. So you know, but any other time, you I know, know what like, you're getting me now. You have no idea. I saw it on your watch. No, you didn't. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was about to be really mad. Um. Uh, you know, like I, you know, my best friends can ask me at any time to look at my phone. They, you know, and I hope that they do and look through my stuff and see what I'm doing and whatever. But that's accountability. Um, putting stuff out in the open. If you're struggling with something, I don't care how stupid it is. Find somebody, be honest with them, ask them to hold you accountable. I had that conversation. I've had that conversation with Rowan. I've had that conversation with Isaac, where it's like, okay, like you're telling me that you're struggling with something. Like, uh, let me look through your phone. You know, like, and shame will tell you the opposite. Like, no, I got to hide what I'm going through. But like, if you have, and again, going back to the first thing that we talked about, if you have friends that genuinely care about you, they're not there to judge you. They're mm -hmm. there to help you. Yeah. And so to, to know that and to be like, you know what? They really care about me. This isn't going to be something that, you know, like is going to be a shame thing. This is going to be a healing thing. This is actually going to bring me closer to holiness. Like if I know that this person has the best, intentions for me and wants the best for me then i can trust them um and i think i think you know like surrounding yourself with a community that genuinely cares and prays for you and prays with you um 
and calls you out, you know, like, because sin, you know, like, I think people in your life tend to see a cycle. And if they know about your sin, if you're open and honest with them about a sin, they can call you out ahead of time. They can help keep you accountable. So for example, I struggle with being angry and on the, and trying to keep it all in. Rowan was able to call me out at the same time. We shared that struggle, right? Like it's an anger problem. And when I notice those habits showing up in Rowan, I just say, why are you so angry? And we have a conversation and, and we're open and honest about it. Mm-hmm. At least you try to be. Sometimes you still keep stuff in. Uh, but that's a conversation for not the podcast. Uh, you know, but. And then and then uh, honestly, you know, like trusting that God means what he says about sin that he's trying to get rid of it or your life that it's better and then knowing how to trust god with your sin and putting it in on the cross and leaving it there um and sometimes you fall back into sin sometimes it's something that you struggle with uh but you keep putting up a fight you know like you can't say that uh, i think it's funny when people say that they struggle with sexual sin or something like that but they go back to it every night like you're not struggling that's just what you're doing you're not really putting up a fight or, you know, like if somebody were to tell me that they struggle with lust and they hang out at strip clubs, it's like, I don't make, you know, like, are you struggling? Are you putting up a fight or like, are you just laying down and dying? Yeah. You know, uh, I struggle with alcoholism and like they have a membership to the liquor store. Like that's not a thing, but they have like a, a VIP pass to the liquor store and they're trying to tell me that they struggle with alcoholism. It's like, I think you need to reprioritize here, bro. You're not struggling. You're living in. Yeah. Wait, you good? What? I don't know. You were looking over there bro. and I was just like, is somebody kinda, trying to get I'm your attention? Dozing off. No, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, I'm boring. Uh, Spacing no, out. That's what I meant. Sorry. But, but yeah, um, I think we need to understand that we need to be held accountable and accountability is a great thing. I think we need to understand that sin is a terrible thing and it will destroy our lives. And so getting it out in the open before other people, before God is the best thing for us. Um, That's good. And honestly, sometimes I feel like a hypocrite saying that because like there are things that I've struggled with in the past. They're just like, nah, I'm going to keep that quiet as long as I can. I'm not going to let anybody know because it's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. And on the other side of that, it's like one of the best things, you know, for you. And yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. That was good that stuff. End. That was good stuff. And with that, folks, that's the end of the, that's the end of the pod. Cast. It's cooler to say pod. Cast. It sounds, it sounds provocative. Podcast. <laughs> I was if just hoping like that you, you would <laughs> say more words that I could finish the end yeah. of, but you never did. If you laugh, um, this uh, episode, share it with your friends, your family. Um, give us feedback. Tell us you hate it, or hopefully love it. Um, keep coming back. Follow us on our socials. That's so I was thinking podcast on pretty much everything. Yeah. You know the gist. If you don't know our socials, go to our uh, other episodes. So I was thinking podcast.com and everywhere else we're at so I was thinking underscore podcast. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Oh, we ran out of time. We'll see you later. Peace out.
You stop blowing them kisses. <laughs>